Hello and welcome to Turn It Down, a good podcast about bad music. Every episode, we take some bad music and we tear it apart and try to figure out, you know, what went wrong. My name is Joe Oaks. And I'm Steve Sachs. And let me say, Steve, I am very happy to be here in person with you. Thrilled. Yes. We are vaxxed. Yes. The smooth, um, vaxxed sounds. So today I really wanted to get in, you know, do a deep dive on something. So I, I figured we'd take it, you know. <laughs> I'm just thinking about how we did this already and I fucking hate See, it. See, you should leave this right here. Okay. The folks need to know at home. Yeah. We had a perfect so intro. We did. And, and the some, mics were fucked up. Yeah. One mic was not picking shit up. It's unbelievable. I cannot believe it happened, but trust us, we were so much <laughs> funnier we and tight. cooler. Your, we, good your, jokes. Your now wildest I, imagination, we were better. Yeah. It just made me feel insecure. It really threw me off. Yeah. So just but, if I sound weird. But here's what's going to happen. We're yes. talking about Crazy Frog, people. We're talking about fucking Crazy Frog. You saw it in the title. You know this is coming. You already know. <laughs> So the, the song I want to uh, play for you first is uh, the song Axel F, which is, you'll know it as just like probably Crazy Frog. <laughs> if you are around our age or older, like, you know, if your first cell phone was a flip, flip phone. Hell yeah. Yes. An LG, An perhaps L- a Motorola Razor. Oh, the Razor, the mm-hmm. pink Razor. Mm-hmm. That, was a, that was a hot item. That was a hot item. <laughs> Um, so yeah, a, this Axel F, just so you know, also known as the Beverly Hills Cop theme song by Harold Faltermeyer. So this Harold is a, this Falter. is a cover. Um, but yeah, strap in. We're going to watch the video too, because the animation is a huge part of this. Crazy Frog is an animated character. <laughs> All right, here we go. What's going on? So that was crazy, huh? Crazy Frog. Yeah, that's one crazy frog. Uh, it has been a long time since I've encountered the Crazy Frog. Yeah, have you? When's the last time you thought about the Crazy Frog? Other than I like, don't know, the run up to this. Years, no, is it fifteen years? Could it be fifteen years already? Ten years at the at the least. So, but, yes, this song came out in two thousand five. Okay, so I was right. Yes. Yeah. yeah so. I gotta say, I'm, I haven't been thinking about Crazy Frog all that much <laughs> since. <laughs> and why would you? I, I don't know, but it appears, based on the, the little bit that I know, that they expect that many people have been thinking about Crazy Frog. And they're not wrong, <laughs> as we'll come to learn here. Um, but yeah, that was one hell of a video, too. Yeah. This is a CGI computer animation, uh, and I highly suggest you go check out this video in particular for Axel F. So we we start out, we got a little frog guy in like a motorcycle outfit and he's riding an invisible motorcycle. And he is the crazy frog and he's the one it does look like ring a ding dings and dems and bems. Yeah, it does it does look like a glitch when he first comes on the screen because he's just <laughs> floating there and you know yeah. it's like a computer animated thing. And it almost feels like they had a bike and they somebody forgot to sort of add it to the final render. You'd think that. Yeah. But it it's an intentional choice. Is it? Yes. The he rides the invisible motorcycle. <laughs> I and he's being chased by these massive sort of robots. He's uh-huh. and he's flying on his invisible motorcycle. He's wanted. There's a little screen in the beginning. It's like one of those like radar screens in the surveillance truck. And uh it says wanted, the most annoying thing in the world. <laughs> So from the jump, they already... Oh, yeah. They knew what they were doing. They knew exactly what they were doing. Um, 
But what I love is that there's this whole narrative here and the production value for a 2005 CGI animation or that, that era, this was, it's fairly high. Yeah. Yeah. Really impressive. Um, before, uh, the Incredibles two, right? What number are they on? I don't remember. I think the last one was two. I two, think this was yeah. prior to. Actually, I saw it with you. Before that, we rewatched, Chris and I rewatched the first one, and um, I was surprised by how kind of primitive the uh, Pixar's animation was for that time, which I think was around the same time. So I was thinking about that while watching the Crazy Frog thing, and knowing where Pixar was at, and I think of them as sort of the top tier. Yeah. I have to say, the Crazy Frog video is like pretty damn good. Yeah, there's yeah. a lot going on there. This yeah. is a big hit video. I mean, very briefly, I'd like to sort of run down the charts of how this song fared. Please. Right? Because yeah. cra- this frog is a recording artist now. <laughs> this, this frog. This yeah. frog. Okay, so here's here's how Crazy Frog's Axel F cover fared on the charts Look, before you go into this was yeah. the original called axel f i know you said beverly hills cop theme yeah but where does this do we know where the axel f title comes from i believe the main character's name is axel foley in the in the film i've never seen beverly hills cop okay so I, I might be wrong there but okay that's, okay i believe that's where it comes from. Have you seen Beverly no. Hills Cop? Yeah. No. So Axel F is he this this crazy frog is not like secretly named Axel F. No. Or anything like that. And they didn't bother to retitle it in any meaningful way. They just they just yeah, no. ported it right over from Beverly Hills Cop. And that's not the only there's a whole album full of some some really interesting deep cut covers that we'll get into. Okay. Um but yeah, I don't know. It just the song and the frog went together so well. It's and the frog's name is first name crazy, last name frog. Mm-hmm. I believe that's how it's sort of like meatloaf or right, something right. like that. Um so yeah, chart positions, all right? Came out 2005, Sweden number 1, Australia number 1, Belgium number 1, France number 1, Germany number 3. Discriminating against frogs. <laughs> They called didn't in world in the world wars didn't they call the French the frogs wasn't that like what the England perhaps I know that the frogmen uh, preceded the Navy SEALs yes the so frogmen maybe there's still some residual hatred of frogs I, I <laughs> across guess. the pond but not in Ireland Ireland number one New Zealand number one Switzerland number one UK number one US fifty we have much. <laughs> More discerning taste over on this side of the pond. I don't often um, say this, but I'm proud to be an American. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. It did make it onto the chart, though. That's <laughs> a good point. The top 100. Um, 50 is too, that's too high. Yeah. And so two times platinum in different, there's like a bunch of different, you know, I don't know what all these acronyms stand for. But, but it's a long list. Two times platinum in a bunch of countries, gold. In the U.S., two times platinum, diamond somewhere. So yeah, huge fucking mainstream hit. This, um, I just why do you think that is? Well, novelty songs like certainly have you know a history, yeah, right? Certainly. Um, what was the initial origin of this? Did this start with the song, or did this start with the character? It started with something even before that, actually, if we want to go back to I the, do want to go the back. germination, pre-tadpole even. <laughs> uh, right. So a teenager from Sweden named Daniel Melmendal, mm-hmm. uh, I guess he and his buddies were into mopeds with two-stroke engines. Where is this going? <laughs> it's going. <laughs> Notice, though. Mopeds, motorcycles, yeah. right? We're, we're the invisible keeping... motorcycle. I'm, right. I'm, I'm seeing the connection. So he recorded himself. He he would do this impression of a two starting a two stroke engine, uh-huh. and so he recorded it and pitched it up, and sent it to his buddies who were like, "Oh my god, this is hilarious!" <laughs> and it's just I think the name of the file was two taktare dot mp3. and it was on Napster and LimeWire and all these things, but it just went around as a viral funny sound do can we find the original of that yeah yeah let's Let's play that yeah 
Okay, so that was the original speed that Daniel recorded it at. And then here is the sped up version, which is what you'll probably recognize as the sound of the crazy frog. Here we go. These days you would record that into your phone. But yeah. But this was before that was common technology. So I, do we know anything about how this was recorded? Um so it was prior it was like before 2003 mm-hmm. when this was recorded. And I imagine it was like a desktop yeah. uh, mic that you plug into the 3.5 milliliter port on your Dell. <laughs> milliliter? Milliliter. <laughs> Millimeter. <laughs> uh, you know, the eighth inch jack. Yeah. And and uh, I had one of those. It was I imagine it was one of those ones. It's plastic. It stands on your desk. It doesn't look. But I don't know. I don't know. I don't this, know how they would have recorded it. it. It answers a lot of questions because I've always wondered why the sound was so shitty. Like it, yeah. the, the quality is so bad. Yeah, no, you it was know. just recorded by some teenager mm-hmm. in 2002 or three. Um, but so this Daniel Melmadal, right? Nothing to do with frogs. <laughs> not crazy, right? Yeah. And uh, it, so, so far, Crazy Frog has not uh, come to life yet. Right. That is created by a guy named Eric Vernquist. Okay. Uh, I'm, I may be mispronouncing his or overpronouncing his name a little bit. Um, so who's a Swedish animator. And so he heard this sound. He's like, Oh, that's funny. Let me make a funny little guy, uh, for my reel. Mm-hmm. This was for his reel. Got it. So he's Turbo Force 3D. Uh, yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. Modeling animation and all that. Eric right. Vernkis. Sound of the thing. Daniel Malmadal. Cause so here the name of the character is. The annoying thing, right? Not a not a frog yet. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, um, one one note I want to make too. This is something I saw on the Wikipedia, and and before we move on from the annoying thing, that was so mystifying to me. Is there's a part of the story that I can't really dig any deeper into, but it's in the Wikipedia. It says that. A Swedish TV researcher heard the sound uh-huh. and had Daniel Malmadal come on to a TV show to, uh, on, I, I think, like some sort of public TV thing right. and make the sound. Right. Like having damn Daniel on or something now, like yeah. some kid from a meme. But what I'm curious about is a TV researcher? <laughs> <laughs> that makes me think this is someone at like an R&D type or like working in a university right. laboratory. Right, right, No more details anywhere. <laughs> and you know I know where to dig. Yeah. Couldn't find anything. I even looked at like the, a- The clip a, is non-existent. No, huh. no. Can't be found anywhere. And I even applied to get access to uh, Swedish TV archives and oh uh, sort of like a JSTOR or like right, a, right. something like that where you could look into academic papers to see if I could find something about, uh, you know, this is early in the days of, of memes and viral right. things and viral sound bites. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I think of, you know, the Arnold Schwarzenegger sound pack yep. thing you could fool your friends with. Mm-hmm. Um, I think we should come back to this topic, but maybe there's something a little deeper going on a conspiracy of sorts perhaps a conspiracy who's hiding the origin of crazy frog who is this researcher and what was their aim Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. moving on (laughs) (laughs) so we got the animation how does this turn into a fucking song yeah and a a recording legend (laughs) Recording legend. <laughs> I mean, a number one hit for sure. In, uh, uh, international yeah. number one hit. Had a couple other like big charting hits too. So um, this o- origin in Sweden, right? You said. 
Yeah, Sweden. I am okay. Go ahead. I, I have this. I must have mentioned this on on here before, but there is something in the water in in Sweden yes. with pop music. Mm-hmm. Like, what the fuck is going on there that they just understand what is going to be popular around the world? Like, it it does not make sense. The amount of hit music, whether you like it or not, it, it that has come out of this country. Yeah, a small country. I mean, we have talked about this. I think it might have been about uh, when we were talking about Mike Posner, mm-hmm. um, the sea, like Sieb, right? You know, yes, yeah. Um, and the history of Swedish pop. What's the name of the, um, you know, Britney Spears, and Max all Martin? Yeah, I believe he's either German. Dennis, there's like Dennis German, Pop and Max Sweden. Martin, and uh, yeah, and uh, uh, there's a there there's like a whole like. Yeah. lineage uh, you know going back to like abba maybe even before i don't i don't know but yeah northern europe yeah something going on i i to hear of, a song uh, to... to hear a sound like that and be like you know what if we put this to music <laughs> it's gonna be huge and it <laughs> is it, yeah it worked i again researchers you know <laughs> yeah. it, it makes you think it's it's a very atheistic pragmatic country mm-hmm, you know mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and i think we might have discussed that there might be kind of a, a you know not afraid to manipulate people's emotions through through music mm. for financial gain Mm-mm. although i don't know they're whole artists i don't know who knows yeah um so the next thing that happens with this is it's uh turned into a ringtone mm-hmm. by a company called Jamster, also known as Jamba, was this company. <laughs> uh, I, they went by multiple names, but it was kind of like a big telecom right. uh, company, but in the ringtone sector. Yeah, which, which is probably a thing that sounds absurd. Yeah. You know, now, um, I don't think, do you even have a ringtone? Uh, my phone's on silent all the time. I mean, my phone's also on silent all the time, but I do have... Like you can set anything from music from your that you have in your music app mm-hmm. on an iPhone to be the ringtone, right. so you can Where, have it. Kind of eliminates the whole yeah ringtone market. Whereas at the time there was a ringtone market, you know, you'd pay yeah. ninety nine cents, and then there was there was songs that were coming out that people would accuse of being sort of like ringtone pop. Like it was it yeah. was it was engineered so that it would sound so that it would be a good ringtone. Yeah, you know, and not a good song, but a good fifteen-second ringtone or whatever. So, like, Crazy Frog's made for this, right? Yeah, it's totally. like a funny, annoying ringtone. Hold on, what was it that everyone was like? We gotta annoy people when our phone rings. Like that did seem it's, to be like the thing at the time. Yeah, or just have it be funny. Just like, yeah. oh, sorry, that's my ringtone. <laughs> <You're> like, <laughs> what a what so a comical, disruptive. It's like wearing bad cologne or something. Like, what the fuck? <laughs> What is that for? Yeah. I there was a whole controversy with fucking Jamster because they they got like I don't know if it was like a class action lawsuit, but they got in trouble because they would you thought you were just buying the ringtone, but you mm. were signing up for a monthly subscription. Ooh. Rough and this stuff. is not in the yeah. days where you had you gave them your email and you gave them your it was through your provider. Yeah. And then all of a sudden you'd see like I don't know how much it was. I'm going to look up how much that was. Yeah. I'm, I'm curious. Okay. I got an article here called Crazy Frog Doubled My Phone Bill. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't seen this yet, so I'm just going to read this out. Uh, by Hannah, Hannah Bayman. Uh, July 14th, 2005 on BBC News. When I ordered the Crazy Frog Axel F ringtone in an ironic mood... <laughs> I expected a bit of derision from friends. What I did not expect was to be hit with a hugely inflated mobile bill after being sent a slew of junk texts. After texting a number on a television advert to get the tone, I was bombarded with messages from Jamster inviting me to download more tones. It wasn't until my next bill arrived from from Orange, I guess that was the cell provider at the time, mm. that I discovered each junk text from Jamster had cost me three pounds. Three oh, great damn. British pounds. Per text. Wow. <laughs> what? Well, that was also in the era where texting was like expensive. Yes, yeah. it was already yeah. Adding texting to your plan was like huge. 
Yeah. That's crazy. So so it's not quite a virus, but it's like it's spam. It's like a spam it's it's spam thing. I don't know what you you know. Exactly. Yeah. I mean that it's the trick is they had TV. Yeah. Again, yeah, for people around right now, this sounds nuts. Yeah. Kind of. They had a TV commercial for ringtones <laughs> that you bought, and they were vague enough about it that they could start sending you texts <laughs> that cost you three dollars, <laughs> three pounds, which I think is more than three dollars. I do think it's more, yeah. <laughs> The champ is here. The number one target from Europe is finally available in the U.S. Text Crazy One for the Polly's are part of the giant plan. Text Crazy Two for the Masters, part of the real tone plan. To seven fifty-five fifty-five now. Jamster. Man, yeah, no wonder they got in trouble. Right. So, so this thing is, is at this point is now it's it's now a it's gone from a a, a, a sound to an animation to a ringtone. Are we right. yet at MP3? So, well, is the ringtone the because the ringtone is it, it, does it have the um Beverly Hills? Is it is it with the Beverly Hills cop um synth sound in the background, or is it just I, I, ring, think, ding, 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 ding. I feel like it starts with that because that's how the song starts, right? Remember, it's like ring, ding, 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 ding. <laughs> What's going on? It's like the little <laughs> sound sample there. Um, you know, I'm not sure. I actually have a documentary, yeah that goes into some of the details of how this thing was made. So if you would like, I, I'd like to maybe watch a few clips from this and discuss what we see. Let's do it. Yeah. Is the guy who, when he was 16 years old in some little city in Sweden, actually made this noise that everything started with. There was no crazy frog yet. He just made a noise that was, I think he wanted to imitate the sound of his moped when it starts. And he recorded himself doing this ring, ding, 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 bing, bing sound. And he sent this sound file to a few of his friends just for fun. One of the recipients was Eric Vernquist, a young Swedish animator who was building up his showreel to apply for a job in an animation company. I had this idea of, of creating a character that looked like he could make that, that sound. So th that's when I... I I made uh, what I call the, the character the annoying thing. In his resume, resume and on his showreel, he, he had the clip of the annoying thing. But it took quite some time, actually. I, I think I'd been working at, at Cactus for a year, at least, or something, when I uh, was starting to get contacted by by uh, companies who wanted to use the the character for for marketing. Boy, that was enlightening. Yeah, I you know we we met we said we were going to watch a couple of clips, but that is a compelling documentary and it's worth fifteen minutes of your time. It's it's amazing. A, like beat for beat, incredible. <laughs> like you could try to make something that funny and interesting on purpose and you you will never come close to what they captured in that thing yeah and it's on the official crazy frog youtube channel <laughs> yeah and it's very cr critical of the franchise <laughs> just as a as a product it's very sort of i mean let's just kind of unpack the yeah well well the what we here. learn yeah. here is that the the intention was always to make this an enormous smash viral hit yes um they took the sound they thought well what is the what is the biggest ringtone in the world right now let's just basically slap the sound onto that he wanted to take uh, uh sort of making the ultimate hit uh by taking the most popular mobile phone tune uh, and which was the Axel Foley theme from Beverly Hills Cop uh, by Harold Faltermeyer, uh, and combine it with the mo <laughs> most popular visual element or most popular uh, character for mobile phones, which was Crazy Frog at the time. And that was really yeah. it? And they were like, it'll be huge, you Pre know? Pretty incredible. 
I it I did not realize that the way they settled on the Beverly Hills Cop theme song was because right. that was the top selling ringtone on Jamba or Jamster, which is also just weird in and of itself. But, yeah. But then to say like, all right, let's just basically steal that and throw our character on it, you know, and a couple of these funny sounds, and it works. Yeah. It's much to their own chagrin, <laughs> it seems like. Yeah. I, you know, uh, Eric, Eric Vernkist in there just sounds so. He's thinking about his death. Like, yeah. he's thinking about who, who, how will I be remembered? Well, am I the crazy frog guy? Yeah. You know, when I die, will that be on my tombstone? I was asked one time by, by, by a reporter if, if I wanted it to save uh, to to say a crazy frog on my tombstone and and of course i i don't um but uh, um as of now i guess that's what it's going to say if i if i die tomorrow anyway but i hope that will will change these are the things he's talking about in this documentary you know, to, to, that it, it it haunts him. The, yeah. the whole experience haunts him. He can't get out from, he had artistic ambition. And it's not even that he sold out because this is like, it's an accident. Yeah. It's not, you know, I mean, it's an accident until they realized what they had and then they kept, they put out three albums and eight it's, music videos. It's so funny. I mean, so that, that documentary cleared up a couple of things. Initially, the sound, right? We talked about this. Yes. The sound itself went viral. Eric was one of the guys who got sent the sound, I mm -hmm. guess. He was like, oh, let me make an animation for this. Sends it to Cactus Films. Gets hired. And then, and then has to they work start, on it. Yeah. And then I guess they were getting calls because that animation was viral. And they were like, let's make this into a smash, a smash hit ringtone. <laughs> and then we can make a whole album. Of the crazy frog, and then as we saw, there were tours, like it, there were live performances. Yes, I, I, this was clearly so much bigger in Europe than it was here. Mm -hmm. I mean, the, the numbers that we read earlier about like where this landed on the chart, they they tell the story, but it's not until you see like a crazy frog concert, yeah, with people going like ape shit that you're like, oh wow, people were really <laughs> into this over there. It's very like Eurovision kind of like yeah. really. There's a gimmick and it and it's a it's you know it's a banging dance track we haven't talked mm -hmm, about the song mm -hmm, itself yeah yeah so this german music producer gets tapped to to make uh crazy frog music mm -hmm. I, and he's he kind of sounds like he's like eh, yeah you know i was doing serious music too mm -hmm. but this was kind of like you know this was making all the money yeah everyone's confounded that this was successful yeah the one guy saying, I didn't even, I didn't think there was anyone who'd want this or whatever he said. <laughs> <Yeah>. Like, <laughs> there was no public interest in something like this. It's really fucking annoying. Yeah. The annoying thing. And you know what else I was thinking of with this was another uh, viral frog, Pepe the Frog, right? Pepe the Frog, yeah. Similarly, uh, you know, the comic artist Matt Fury. Mm hmm incredible artist there's a documentary about this that you should you should watch but you know pepe the frog was a character a fun loving you know amicable character in his uh you know comic series i think boys club is the name of it mm -hmm. and then it turned into a right-wing hate symbol mm -hmm. and this is quote not quite so extreme but similarly this frog was caught up in this <laughs> fucking ringtone scam <laughs> Yeah, yeah, and, the, and the people who created the thing, it 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 became something they they didn't intend. Yeah, you know. Yeah, and then Eric Eric's here, like thinking about. He's like, man, what, would I want to put Crazy Frog on my tombstone? Right <laughs> now, where did our pal Daniel, who made the original sound, do we know where this guy ended up in all this? Did he make any money in any of this? Did he see any fra Crazy Frog cash come his way? You know, he's he wasn't very... in the dock. He's off the grid, but yeah. I did find an interview. Oh. So let's take a look at that. So I'm looking at this interview here on also on BBC, and it's with Daniel Melmadal who who made the initial sound. It's called the Crazy Frog Sound. That's my fault. <laughs> <laughs> Every 
everyone who touched this thing is like, fuck me. <laughs> yeah, yeah, absolutely. Daniel Malmedal, a 24-year-old computer component salesman from, from Gothenburg, Sweden. Um, this was in 2005 as well. Wow, he's significantly older than I expected him to be this during was, the time that it became big. This was actually, it looks like this was in, he made the sound in 1997. Oh my God. So I kind of okay. missed that. There we go. Um, that makes sense. And I was going to say, maybe it's like my warped perspective coming from, you know, the, the future relative to, <laughs> to yes, when he did it. Yeah. But where, where basically, you know, teenagers make everything that goes viral now uh, yes. on TikTok or whatever. Yeah. Um, so I just sort of expected him to be like 14, 15, 16. And I guess he was now that we know it was 1997. But yeah. yeah. So this was many, imagine many years later. Yes. This yeah, happened. Yes. Something you Kinda made when you were 16. Without your yeah. involvement. Yeah. So here's his, here's what he says about recording the sound. He says, we had many laughs because it's so characteristic, this two stroke engine sound. My friends found it funny when I started imitating it. When we recorded it, I, f we found it very, very funny. We laughed until we got tears. <laughs> Swedish. Um, yeah, and here's that researcher thing. Before long, an acquaintance of Daniel's had posted the recording on the web where a researcher on Swedish TV found it and persuaded Daniel to perform the sound live on television. Hmm. What? That, I, I can't find anything else about that. So, here's what he says. He says, actually, Jamster's making a hell of a lot of money, says Daniel. It's one of the best-selling ringtones in the world, and yes, they give me a cut of it, but I don't think it's even a little percent of how much they're making from it. Mm, Will yeah. it make me rich? No, he laughs. Actually, that's none of your business, but no, it's not going to make me rich. <laughs> He's more pleased at the attention his sound has got. I'm very, very, very stunned that it's gone so far, almost too far. <laughs> <laughs> Just wait. This is in 2005. It, it goes a lot further. Uh, it's such a little creation. It's less than a minute, and I would guess that most people actually would have no idea that it's an imitation of a two-stroke engine. So what next? Oh my god, I'm reading down here. I have a lot of sounds, Daniel says. I always tend to imitate a lot of stuff in my environment at work, at home, with my friends. It could be anything, even a door opening. <laughs> he demonstrates some sounds. <laughs> oh, He's talking about his so sounds. sad. <laughs> He says people have very high expectations. I guess no one bit on his other sounds. Oh, That's, man. Well, what was so interesting, though, from the production standpoint, is the way that they ended up making it. It sounds like the guy, the producer, the, the German producer guy, he chopped up yeah, the original he, sample, and then he basically just mapped it to some keys, and then he could play whatever he wanted using those keys in any, yeah. any, any pitch. It's just an instrument. Yeah. Yeah. We went in the studio and I just cut the whole samples again. So I had on one bing, bam, boop, bam, bam, bam. And then we tried to make on the, on the do, 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 melody line and tried to, to, to make a sample line who fixed. It cost us two bottles of vodka to find the right one. I sent it to Wolfgang and my Wolfgang said to me, oh, this is good for the This is good. Uh, maybe we should take a look at some of Crazy Frog's other work the because sides, yeah the album cuts the deep cuts yeah the stuff that only the real heads know and you know i i went in there and I, I started listening to this stuff and there's some real let's just jump into it man yeah okay so this first one is kind of a, a reggaeton track it's called crazy frog in the house Yeah, how about that one? There's a pretty wild music video that accompanies that that I highly recommend you check out. Uh, the next one here is a, a, another cover. It's Ice Ice Baby by Vanilla Ice, which you'll hear in the lyrics. Yeah, it goes on from there to actually uh, have some random person rapping, uh, not the crazy frog, a person with a, a, a non-sped up voice. So that was, it's kind of jarring to hear that here. Also wanted to point out, like, 
in the original, it doesn't say vanilla ice, ice baby. It just says ice, ice baby. So I'm wondering if it was like a conditional thing where, uh, vanilla ice's team was like, okay, you can, you can do this horrible thing, but we need you to make it an advertisement for, uh, you know, vanilla ice and and knowing that this is sent to children it just takes on this sinister tone of like we need to indoctrinate the next generation with uh you know who vanilla ice was i think this was like 20 years on from when his horrible song came out so this next one is another cover of a uh this time a tv theme not a movie theme uh from a primetime soap opera from the 80s called dallas which I think was about the dramatic lives of a uh, Texas family of oil barons or something. So obviously a great, a great candidate for a Eurodance hit in 2005 or six. So, you know, let's hear the Crazy Frogs version here. Truly unhinged. There's videos for all of these songs, by the way, like most of them. Um, and it it's the same set of characters and it's all these different episodic <laughs> events. There's one video for this amazing, and I think this was another hit for them, We Are the Champions cover. Mm. Um, also yeah, known that- as We Are the Champions, parentheses, ding-a-dang-dong, <laughs> radio edit. <laughs> Let's take a listen to that. Yeah. There are, there are two there are two things about this video. So yes, it is it is basically just a rip of We Are the Champions, especially the first like 40 seconds is just We Are the Champions. Yeah. Then it turns into like a techno version of it with a tiny bit of crazy frog vocals in there. Right. Which we could go into that, but I think <laughs> on a visual level there are two things. The first is calling this guy a frog at all yeah. feels like a stretch. It is. Um yeah, he's a creepy little guy the more that he's on the screen. Yeah. Uh, and then the second thing <laughs> is... <laughs> I already know what you're going to say. Dangling between the crazy frog's legs. Yes. And it's his very visible penis. <laughs> yeah. I can't believe... So in the Axel F video, that one is so popular that I think they went in, much like the cat's butthole cut, mm. and edited out... <laughs> edited out the the dick the frog yeah. dick and I'm, I'm sorry we're gonna talk about this thing's blatant genitals and i have support that's what they are yeah. they're not anything else that's that's yeah it's, it's clearly a penis and scrotum it's not an appendage that would be used for anything else but it, it, it begs the question where might this thing go uh <laughs> if there is is there a a a, a a a someone on the receiving end of this penis uh, maybe a crazy frog family of some sort. Right? Yeah. Are there um, other frogs? You know. Yeah. yeah. Uh, who, you know. What is this thing used for? Uh, like. Yeah. <laughs> it, I, I. It doesn't need to be there. Like. You know what I mean? It looks vestigial. Yes. Yeah. So. So the fact that it is there, it's kind of like, all right. Well, what's its function? What is its function? <laughs> yeah. I mean, I don't want to get too detailed, but I don't see a urethra. Nope. Yeah. Well, that was actually the subject of quite, quite a neutered. bit of controversy. One, your first point, the fact that it's uh, not a frog. Yeah, he's I, sort of like a like a demon of some kind, <laughs> or like a a little he's, o- orc he's or a demon. or whatever. <laughs> yeah, he he's not like cute and cuddly. Or oh no, 
He's not like Kermit the Frog. Oh no, much better Frog. Kermit. But, oh, okay. I was gonna say uh, Crazy Frog. But yeah, Kermit much better and much more sort of at least like visually frog like in that he's green and this guy's yeah. like he's warty. Which I guess is a frog trait. I have a quote from Eric Wernquist about the name, mm-hmm. actually. So this is in another interview with, with Eric, our, our sad animator. Um, and the question is, who came up with the name Crazy Frog? He says, I didn't come up with that name. It's a stupid name that came originally through Jamba, the company that sells ringtones. They decided to use that name to use the character in commercials to promote ringtones. I didn't care what they decided to call it, but if I had known that this was going to be such a big thing, I would obviously not have allowed them to use that stupid name. (laughs) It has nothing to do with the character. It's not a frog, and it's not particularly crazy either. (laughs) (laughs) It's not particularly crazy. Because it's true, because he did start out by calling it the annoying thing. Yeah. It's not a frog. It's, it's a thing. This is a thing. He doesn't even specify what it is. You know? He's so pissed off. Yeah, he, he's miserable. <laughs> he's truly miserable. Yeah. Careful what you wish for. You know what I mean? I looked at his website, <laughs> and his reel is like really good. He's a really I great bet. animator. He's probably tried to over, like overcompensate for what, you know. Guess what isn't on his website? Crazy Frog. Of no. God, no way. No. Yeah. And now to your second point. Yeah. This frog's dick. I have an article. I'm glad. I'm glad the uh, you know the journalists are on it. To deal with Murdoch. No, holy shit! No. I forgot. We're just we're just scanning through. I had some tabs open of of different like articles that I was reading about this. I forgot. Rupert Murdoch <laughs> owns Crazy Frog now and has since 2006. He. Oh. That's why Rupert Murdoch bought. <laughs> crazy oh my god i love the idea of that meeting he yeah so news Corps is expected to announce today that is to buy jamba the ringtone vendor that unleashed crazy frog on the world rupert murdoch's firm will secure a majority share in jamba of 51 percent and a purchase set at 187.5 million dollars insane i heard some i forget the exact number but i think I think Jamba pulled in like $310 million just in 2005. Wow. Somewhere in that vicinity. And what year did this go down? 2006. Yeah. We started talking about one dick and ended up talking about another dick. Then this is the article, and this actually brings us to the present day as well, because uh, I do want to talk about the reemergence of Crazy Frog. Crazy Frog is back, baby. Yes. So this is an article on... Gizmodo, uh, Australian Gizmodo, and uh, it's by Leah Williams, published in October of 2020, and the title is Crazy Frog and His Very Controversial Dick Are Back in 2020. Incredible headline. So, Crazy Frog was never meant to be kid-friendly. This is the thing, and I will say that Crazy Frog is very much a children's, it ended up being like kids know this, and I, I know this because... When I was, t- I had a seven-year-old drum student who would only play Old Town Road and <laughs> uh, cr- Crazy Frogs Axel F. Loved it and the <laughs> We Are the Champions because he was into s- soccer. Mm-hmm. Um, and I remember trying to teach this kid drums because he hated lessons. But once we did Crazy Frog and Old Town Road, <laughs> he really started coming around. He was actually he was great. Um, but teaching him this, trying to get him to do the the beat. I put it on halftime in YouTube, I remember. And that's like one of my most visceral memories of teaching at School of Rock <laughs> was sitting with a seven-year-old kid going, ring, ding, ding. I'm actually going to play a clip at half speed so you yeah, can hear what that hear sounds that. like. But I remember this. I was going like, why the, f- I got to get a new job, man. <laughs> Did it pitch it down? No, it's the YouTube one. So oh, it just like just the speed. slowed. I mean, I could do that too. Let's hear what that sounds like. Crazy. 
Yeah, that's interesting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So the frog's design includes a vest and no pants. In some appearances, his body appears to be bulbous and free of genitalia, but in his more common form, he has a short, stumpy penis between his legs. <laughs> hey, that, that's... No need to, you know, no need to judge. Yeah, his visible scrotum caused major complaints, and while it led to censoring on some commercial TV stations, a blurred bar appeared across his midsection. <laughs> they put a censor bar over Crazy Frog's <laughs> dick. Well, that's interesting that they mentioned the scrotum, because... Because I had just said, like, he appeared to be neutered, like a dog. Like, yeah. But I guess that he, he was. I guess he actually was they neutered. They neutered him in yeah. many markets. <laughs> um, the, okay, the UK Advertising Standards Authority did end up ruling in favor of Crazy Frog. So, okay, here's <laughs> a section that I want to look at. So now, in 2020, Axel F has 2.4 billion views on YouTube. Um, and the video wasn't uploaded until 2009, which was four years after the Crazy wow. Frog like rush. In April of 2020, Crazy Frog started a Twitter account, <laughs> and he's has a new album coming out. And that's there's a whole they're getting into you know the album cycle. So yeah. I imagine a single's coming soon. Mm-hmm. But they just did a Discord uh, Q and A session. Mm-hmm. I did not. Ma- I did not have time to get in there and ask <laughs> the Crazy Frog any questions. But I did look through it, and there's some interesting people in the Crazy Frog <laughs> chat. They're like Crazy Frog collectors. Wow. They're definitely like edgy people who are there just because it's funny. Yeah. Um. But you know. I might jump in there and see if I can ask any questions for a follow-up episode. That is wild that yeah. there's a, a community around Crazy Frog. Yeah, and I wanted to look at his Twitter real quick. Dude, what does he tweet about? Does he just tweet like kind of gibberish? Ring, ding, ding, ding. He's doing like you'll see. It's it's pretty uh, surprisingly like self-aware. So this is at True Crazy Frog bio crazy frog's unique vocal performance has made him a successful music artist the year of crazy frog as seen on charts everywhere in 05 so here's here's some tweets we got god stan crazy frog there's some reposting some some crazy frog memes made by people this really must be a nightmare if you created this and, yeah, you know, you, you didn't want, like you have taste of any kind or yeah, artistic what... integrity and, and like this just this just goes. You can't there's nothing you can do. Yeah, it's it has its own life, you know. Yeah, it's I wonder what he thinks about this resurgence. I, I yeah. hope he's getting some royalties. Yeah. Here's one from Valentine's Day. Here's a Valentine's card for you to share. Remember, don't get too crazy tomorrow. And it's a a, a Valentine. It says. You make my ding ding go bem bem. <laughs> and here's an interesting one. Settle this debate. Or it's a quote tweet. Settle this debate. Crazy Frog or the Gummy Bear? <laughs> Which is, I think, an associated ringtone character. And I very oh. briefly want to play a clip of this because they tweet at each other. Apparently, Gummy Bear, I think, is trying to come back too. Uh, just listen to this real quick. Really? Okay. This is like scraping the fucking bottom of you know yeah. like culture. <laughs> like so bad, and that was another like viral ringtone thing that yeah, was a this huge has, hit. This has <laughs> I can't. I don't even know what that number is. Two billion. Two billion. Four four hundred and forty one million three hundred forty five thousand two hundred fifty three views. What, was, what I was, what yeah. I noticed before that was it has just the dislikes is two point one million <laughs> six million likes. Oh my god! I, it's huge, and I never heard of this one until I started digging into Crazy Frog just because they're buddies. I guess one of them posted a <laughs> mashup where they took Gummy Bear's cover of "I Like to Move It, Move It." <laughs> And put it in the right ear, 
And then uh, uh, our friend, the Crazy Frogs version of I Like to Move It, and they posted this. Now, gummy bear is at least a gummy bear. Yes, crazy. But frog in a is way that's frog. like less. You know, there's less. There's less there. It's less mysterious. It's less mysterious, yeah. and honestly, he's, he's a creep. Now, you kind of were talking, uh, you know, off mic about this idea of like copycats and spiritual successors yes. and things like that. Uh, obviously, this is like very close with gummy bear. But mm-hmm. are, are you familiar with Lil Michaela? No. So no. check out, go to Instagram and go to Little Michaela. Um, there are now basically digital, these the sort of AI uh, influencers, basically. And there's a network of these, just like there's a network apparently of these. Oh, wow. Uh, crazy frog people. I'm just going to say it. Lil Michaela's hot. This is an She's animated also not character. real. <laughs> wow. And, but this is very Uncanny Valley. She's Very like, Uncanny Valley. She's like just a little bit better animated than like a video game yes. character. Yes. And like but her like, caption. still visibly animated. So read her, ca- read a caption, like click a caption. Sometimes okay, she will acknowledge being not a, not a real person. Yeah. Her, her uh, bias is change seeking robot with the drip. Yes. It's well, just like yeah. an influencer page. It's yeah. an influencer page. So she's a digital. So, you know, whereas at one point, you know, the internet, they were selling, um, uh, uh, ringtones now kind of you can sell basically anything online through the idea of being an influencer yeah um, and you don't even need a real person behind that and she has friends she has digital friends uh, let's see if I can find one here um, that's a real person that she's with but is this no that's another so here looks yes. a lot like Ivanka Trump actually but that's a different so this AI one's Nina character. Jacqueline and or no is it? Is it a real? Oh, oh, that's a clothing brand. I guess. Wait, okay, clothing brand. Then, then, who is this person? Gia. I am. I Gia. am Gia. No, that's another clothing brand. <laughs> the, the fact that this is like repping multiple clothing brands. Here we go. Bermuda, Bermuda is Bay. Robot Queen. Two hundred eighty-seven thousand followers. Check out my sis Michaela's NFT series. Of course, we got to talk about NFTs. Mm-hmm. So she's a fully digital, uh, you know, avatar. Like this is influencer too. Now, the reason I brought up Lil Michaela specifically because I don't know anything about Bermuda is Bay. Now, Lil Michaela also has had boyfriends. Um, oh my god! She's. I've been following her for a while. Uh, it's wow, very dude. interesting. Yeah, and so she also has a couple singles out and has had several music videos. I've never gone like deep on this. I just follow her on Instagram, so I've never like pulled up her track. Let's her, uh, let's listen real quick. But yeah, let's check them out because they are. It's it's whereas the you know the the intention of the crazy frog thing was to be annoying and to be uh irritating or whatever the little michaela thing is like does seem like it's meant to compete with real pop stars and real influencers yes and how is that any different there's this notion that eventually ai will be able to generate content for you yes specifically for you oh wow and these ai avatars and things are getting really advanced that everyone may represent themselves with Mm. An AI character, which is like maybe going back to like VR chat type stuff, where right. there's your, you can, or like video gaming multiplayer stuff where you can be Second Life or whatever. But in the, the social media sphere, right? Like if we go deeper into social media, these sort of characters also kind of like Vocaloids, like Hatsune Miku, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, you know, where it's this, we all know it's just an animated character, but we're treating this entity like a person right because how are they any different than some other influencer that you don't know Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. yeah it's just a character things like the crazy frog kind of a predecessor to this because the crazy frog is now tweeting as the the frog you know i think of other even the gummy bear video had an intro by the gummy bear yeah. Not by the animator of the gummy bear by the gummy bear saying like check out my other videos yeah there's a parasocial element yeah 
Um, yeah. Read this uh, intro here. Michaela okay. Sosa, or Lil Michaela, is a character which is created by Trevor McFederese and Sarah Deku. The project began in 2016 as an Instagram profile. The account details a fictional narrative which presents Michaela as a CGI character and model in conflict with other digital projects while marketing a variety of brands, primarily in fashion. As a marketing tool, Lil Michaela has been featured in product endorsements for streetwear and luxury brands such as Calvin Klein and Prada. By April 2018, the account had amassed more than a million followers. Wow. As of March 2021, it has over 3 million followers, of which I am one. Um, uh, and Wild. she has put out music. There is a thing here: music career. The guy who, who the guy who he, he DJs under the name Young Skeeter, the guy who made it. Nice. Yeah, the use of Lil Michaela has been compared to gorillas. Oh, that's an interesting comparison. Yeah, that's one. Yeah, yeah. but the, but see the, the 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 focus is the music with gorillas, and it's an artistic project. Like, yeah. Something like Lil Michaela is kind of straddling the line, I feel, whereas obviously Crazy Frog is 100% in the commercial territory. Yeah. Um, in in August 2017, Michaela released its first single, Not Mine. You want to just check that one out? Not mine. You just want to waste my time. Can't let you get away on my time. I'm falling, I'm falling, I'm fine, I'm fine. The, the thing to me that's disturbing about Michaela is that it's like this youth culture bot that seems to like actually kind of nail it in a lot of ways. Yeah. Um, which is which is un- uncomfortable to acknowledge. But that voice is bad. That is a uh, yeah. But I, in terms of the know. posting and like what like if you you should follow her account, like it is spot on what like a twenty year old like influencers account. I might, yeah, out of sheer I just thought out of like it's fascinating to me, like the their ability to mimic this thing in real time. I mean there's so much data. There's so much data you could use to but I think this is do you think this is like a creative project where they're making all these decisions or do you think there's some element of algorithmic I don't know. I I probably not. I don't think this is AI. No, I I mean it's like Crazy Frog where they realized like this 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 if we put this avatar with this thing you know we combine the two things again like combine social media yeah and like this this technology and we can make some an ageless like influencer influencer is going to be the same age forever yeah like wow it's yeah it's wild so no wonder crazy frog is like this is it this is the time perfect time yeah, for me to get back. back into it i wonder if they're gonna make a whole voice for the crazy frog, honestly i know? want to see him tweet at Lil michaela like yeah slide into those dms crazy frog <laughs> like go for it he's got nothing to hide it's nothing at all <laughs> it's out in the open yeah i uh let's look at his instagram okay <laughs> yeah this is wild it's got Crazy Frog Spotify numbers. Yeah, it's parasocial. The frog is Lil Michaela's Instagram. crushing him on social media. He if he's yeah. gonna slide into the DMs, he needs to step up his his game here. Dude, only five thousand eight hundred and nineteen followers. I'm DMing the crazy frog, no <laughs> doubt. I'm gonna be like, listen to our podcast. Yo, uh one one last uh digital avatar that this reminds me of. This will tie back into yeah. our I got one too. sports episodes. Yeah. Um look up uh uh, Cletus, Cletus. Oh, oh man, you might have to go to my. You might have to go to my page and look through the people I follow because this account. So if you ever watch football on Fox, you know during football season, you will see this character. You've probably never even registered it, but oh, Cletus the ro- wait his a second. His name this is Cletus thing? the robot. My brother, random animation. So my brother, who who as you know, we we we've invited on the pod to talk about like weird sports things, found yes. Cletus's Instagram. It has like it's got like under five hundred followers, and it tweets like once every si- or it sends out Instagrams like once every six months. It's completely absurd. 
<laughs> yeah, it's not verified. Two hundred, two hundred, and you know, uh, you know, I'm one of them. My brother is one of them. I'm uh, smashing the follow yeah. on this. And like, look at like the posts are terrible. Why does this thing have a social account? Like, what? they're just try. Yeah, I guess they're just trying. Likes on a That's picture. So like, is there some person whose job it is to do this and make this? Oh my god! Yeah, there's just like a picture. It's been amazing, Detroit. Cletus is off to Milwaukee now. I guess 15 likes. Cletus went on tour. Oh my God. This is during the pandemic, too. Yeah. So I really think a Cletus collab with uh, Crazy Frog, especially given that he's got this soccer connection. Yeah. Th- there's something there. Like- there's actually quite a bit of sports in the Crazy Frog thing because uh, that second album, More Crazy Hits. Mm hmm. There's kind of that, you notice in that We Are the Champions thing, it has in the background the just the big stadium noise, crowd yeah. noise that you hear in a lot of like sports music. Yep. There's like several songs that have that thing going on, the audience cheering, and, and I think they do like pump up the jam, you know? <laughs> so sense. it's all like that kind of stuff on that album. They went for sports. There's a Christmas one that's really popular too. Um, yeah. Wow. I Just the future of this. One thing, uh, music that I really, really like that I want to bring up, uh, there's a Danielle Harl is an electronic musician whose latest album has like four avatar type things as it's like a four side record and, yeah. and either, you know, each one of these things it's in the EDM realm. Mm-hmm. There's like DJ Danny is one. And then there's this one MC Boeing who I think is a crazy frog slash well there's some precedent for for like hiding yourself entirely you know within the uh edm world whether it's like you know like i marshmallow yeah or like even daft punk with the helmets daft punk with the helmets um, dead mouse could be anybody yeah it could be yeah. anybody up there it's interesting it could be anybody producing the the music you yeah. know too like same deal Here's Boing Beat by MC Boing, just because I really love this song and the video is it's it's in that realm of MC Boing is like an animated character with a high voice. Hey, comes another sick banger from me. MC Boing tonight's MC. Smash release, euphoric dreams. Getting up high, putting in an extreme. MC Boing in the front of the queue. Looking at my face and I'm looking at you. Looking at the lights and the music in my head. Then everything stops and the angels sound. Um... So I think we should probably think about wrapping it up. I mean, there's always more to talk about when we talk about Crazy Frog, but <laughs> what it, do you think he should be coming back? I guess I just want to get your final thoughts on Yeah, on my final Frog. thoughts and thinking about the comeback. I mean, it really, I, I guess with something like this, what it comes down to is what is the intention from the start? It was a money grab, right? Yes. And so it's like, if there might be money left on the table, why not grab it? Uh, does it need to come back? Absolutely no, not. No, of course not. <laughs> but yeah, you're but right. There is, there's, what's the, you know, they saw the market open back up with the social media thing. They're a little late, but they're like, you know, I think they realized that if they do this thing with crazy frog, make him a, mm-hmm. and there's a bit of that Twitter irony now of, you know, how all the brand Twitters now are like yeah. characters and shit. Yep. And he has that sort of laughing at himself thing mm-hmm. in the tweets. But yeah. anyways, yeah. Even in the music video, his jersey said the annoying one, you know, or yeah. annoying with number one. Like the the character has that self-awareness. It could transition into this, into this like world of, 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 of like sentient brands pretty, yeah. pretty seamlessly. So, I mean, you know, if, if that's your sole goal, which... I guess it seems like for some of them it is like yeah it I mean come on back like yeah the water's the water's fine <laughs> man I uh that makes me think I feel like I read there was one tweet that the crazy frog got in trouble for mm-hmm. I just want to check real quick and then I'll give you my final thoughts yeah I, I forgot. So there's the controversies tab in Wikipedia. I'm just gonna go down and list them real quick. So there's the one we were talking about about how Jamster was ripping people off. Um, misleading advertisements, uh, and then how often they were playing them like twice an hour on TV. Yeah. So obviously that's going to draw some complaints. Yep. Um, but you know, the ASA ruled in their favor. Oh man, someone made a crazy frog virus 
uh, that spreads through file sharing networks. <laughs> Exploiting the crazy frog's notoriety with a promise of an animation depicting his demise. So people would download a virus thinking that it was uh, a, a crazy frog snuff film. Well, that's quite the uh, foreshadowing for this next one. Yes. So on July 1st, 2020. The Crazy Frog Twitter, and yeah, this is actually really upsetting. Uh, trigger warning, suicide. <laughs> the Crazy Frog Twitter account posted a depiction of the character in a noose appearing to commit suicide by hanging. The tweet was quickly deleted and an apology was issued. The apology itself has since been deleted as well. Oh, they're sorry, not sorry. What's the joke? Uh, I don't know. I guess that Crazy Frog's so annoying... That he might kill himself. I mean, certainly one person who would have found that uh, amusing would be Eric. Eric. <laughs> Eric. Eric, if you're listening to this, we would love to talk to you. Yeah. Yeah. I would just love to hear Eric's take on the the new reboot. I, I hope that he's getting more money out of that somehow. For sure. You know, for all the pain. Well deserved. Yeah. So I guess uh, with that, I just want to say thank you all for listening despite all the terrible music that we've subjected you to here and just the most annoying sound of the world right ring ding 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 ring ding 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 <laughs> bam 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 ba i wish i could do it i got it really does sound like a twin engine <laughs> or whatever the fuck i don't know anything about it ring ding 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 bam bam yeah a two stroke engine Thank my you. god yes but anyways, if you want to follow us on social along with, I, I smash the follow on Crazy Frog, obviously, and Lil Michaela. Um, we are at Turn It Down Pod on Twitter, at Turn It Down Podcast on Instagram. And you can email us all your favorite Crazy Frog facts at uh, turnitdownpodcast at gmail.com. Or uh, if you have any suggestions for other music that we should check out. And with that, I guess, you know. Uh, Ring! <laughs> Stay crazy, folks. <laughs> Later. Ding 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 ding